Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Is It a 10 Podcast. I am joined by um, a, a guy, a buddy, a pal. Some might even say a friend. Um, Stefano, what Yo, are you what, doing today? I'm dude. Dude, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm radical right now, dude. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, I'm, dude you, came in, you came in spicy. A little bit hot right there. Oh, I'm feeling spicy, baby. I love a little bit of... A little bit of spice, a little bit of chiente. Yeah, you know okay. I mean? A little bit of ghost pepper, you know. Only a little bit, because if mm. you have too much, it's just going to Sometimes, sometimes, when I have conversations with people, I almost turn into a bit of a Carolina Reaper. Ooh, dangerous. But cozy. Yeah, baby. Alrighty, so if I... Um, if I'm correct, this is another episode um, where... Um, it seems I think you you pretty much do these all. I, I feel like I'm the only one who does these. I think, I think there's like one time when I've done like a surprise episode where one of us doesn't know the topic and the other one does. I hope I know this one. What oh, is it, Stefano? Well, Zach, with you and I, whenever we talk about video games, there's few that you and I really love. Like you and I just connect over, you know. There's very very few. And last year. We got the announcement of a remaster, a remake, of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. <laughs> and I wanted to bring these games onto the podcast because with you and I, for a game to make us yeah. both excited and hyped and at the same time, like, be in the, like, just be in the zone when playing it. Yes. I think that is really special because these two games growing up were so beloved they made i'm sh- i don't know about you i don't know if we talked about it, but like it made you want to get it made me want to get into snowboarding i mean skateboarding shit <laughs> <laughs> i later i later on did snowboarding i didn't do skiing because of tony hawk and you didn't do skiing because of tony hawk honestly yes <laughs> i love it tony hawk is timeless the fact that they remastered these two games years later after tony hawk was in such a lull like after after mm-hmm. Underground Two, I feel, is when it start the series, the franchise started slipping, especially with Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five. That was just a complete pathetic mess. And so for totally Activision and Vicarious Visions to come back and remaster these two beloved games that are still timeless, you go back and play the N sixty four, the PS two games, they still play great. Like I mean, I okay wait we okay wait what, like we need to clarify here what you're actually bringing on i'm talking about the n64 ps ps1 okay so you're not and so we're talking about both of them yes okay yeah so you're not talking about the remastered we're talking about the originals yeah i only talk we're talking for some reason we're talking about two yes because i feel like one and two you can. I wanted to bring three and four on the podcast, but that'd be way too much to talk about, like all four of the games. So I just okay. wanted to bring one and two on because I never knew how much you love Tony Hawk, and I'm sure you never knew how much I love Tony Hawk until these like remasters got announced. So I was thinking, no, I I, want... I I always I always saw you riding around uh, 
the slums of Tawasin on like a longboard <laughs> or like some kind of. <laughs> we never and, knew and, each and other I, until like I eight years you, ago. No, I saw you. I saw you like all the time um, on there. I knew you were like one of those. I knew I knew you had some some fan of the the Tony of Hawk. I didn't know how good you were at the games. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Dude, like even like yeah, I should have put one of the other. But like even like I just. Like, I sent you a Snapchat today of, like, I did $2 million on Warehouse. And that's insane. Did you put any of the cheat codes on? No. That's just... I put I put cheat codes on, and I still can't do that good. Like, the thing is, is that you got to, like, work with the gaps. Like, you know, like just all the gaps. That's how you get the multiplier bonus. But... Tony... I, used, I used to be good at that game. I used to be, like, really sufficient and actually, like, do really well. I think the moment they added more buttons... Like N sixty four was was peak for me because then it meant like my peak game of all time might be Mario Party three. It's undecided. The jury's out. Which um, what does that the one that had the mini game where you had to like use the joy use the joystick like on your palm and Nintendo had to send out gloves because people were they were spinning so hard that they started bleeding. Um. Well, like which which mini game? Because there's a lot that you could theoretically just use your palm. Because I mean, like I didn't really play Mario Party one through three. Like I was a big six and seven guy. So like, but I just remember there was a mini game that's just so revered to this day that you just use your palm to spin the joystick, and it just creates so much friction that you just start bleeding. It's it's probably it's probably not three then because I'm trying to think of three and whenever I dominate in that game, I I don't remember having to hurt my palm yeah i'm just the the nature of it but yeah back to tony hawk those are um <clears throat> like those are very very good games um the first one to me i hold in a much higher regard yeah um i felt like the maps were uh better um i feel like the mini games and the collectibles that you could get throughout um, not even just from like all the different challenges you had per map, but then eventually you would have like the rank stuff, but then you could get different wheels, you could get different boards. And then like, now they've gone to a whole other extreme. Increase your remastered. stats like two and all that. Like <clears throat> yeah. You could end. change your stats. Like the, the remastered one, they've just gone too far. There's like too much, you know what I mean? Yeah. With the, re- I like the bare bones with the remake. I've only found myself just playing the game. Like I just, either that or I just upgrade my stats I don't go into mm-hmm. buying boards or buying like wheels because I'm yeah like, everything's like monetary now instead of like because I remember you just had to like do stuff and you would unlock like a new board or a new set of like trucks or wheels or whatever and so like you just could get better that way and that was like that's what I liked about a game like that where it wasn't like oh you have to collect this so like half the time I was like do you know how much you have to grind just to get like one board I know um and especially like after you beat all like the maps it's not like you unlock a ton of stuff it's like it's it's even just like one board and then it was also weird because like your stats would go across like <clears throat> i like i just think like once you keep going it was just like a one skater you know what i mean so it yeah. was like i only use tony hawk realize, or Bob quest you know yeah, yeah dude those were the only two i used yeah. as well <laughs> chad muska sometimes <laughs> it was yeah i think is is chad muska the guy who's like uh um he's like bald and he has like a red tank top yeah, that guy. Yeah, I like that guy. That guy's cool. He he's the one who I always remember on the Chile map. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, like Tony Tony Hawk One specifically. I like. I really love two, but Tony Hawk One mm-hmm. will always be the king for me. Four, a close second. 
I love Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4, like, just so much. Because they introduced more, like, challenges, like, different challenges, and the maps are great. But with Tony Hawk Pro Skater... Did you ever buy the, the, the board? The which one? Like, the, the birdhouse? The Wii board? Oh, like Wii God, board. no. Tony Hawk Ride? <laughs> no. I was like, when it first got announced, I was like, that's cool. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I'm 13 like, years how's old. going to work? Like, that looks so cool. Nah, dude. Like, that's... I remember seeing it at EB Games for, like, 20 bucks one time. And I'm like, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Dang. But... They they have. Yeah, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 has one of the best soundtracks in any game ever yeah. of, like, licensed music. Some of the best mm-hmm. maps, like Warehouse. I remember I pre-ordered, like, the, rem- the remake just so I can play Warehouse early. Just one map. And I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm in. I'm back in, baby. Even with you. Yeah. Like, I know we talked about pre-ordering, and you pre-ordered it, too. And that game is just well, so... We, yeah, well, like, we would we would play it when we were still recording in person. Um, we would, like, take turns. Because at that time, like, we could still have a bubble. And at that time, me and Stefano were, like, working together. Yeah. So it was, like, it was palpable to do those <laughs> those things for a small window. Um during the summer and so it was really interesting because like yeah you would come over and then i'd watch you play and then i would play and it would be drastically different of what we were watching um yeah because i remember sorry i remember with you is that you were you were going for all like the the mission stuff like getting the skate doing all the goals and for me i'm just like i just want to i just want to skate baby i just want to get all these like the highest score i can and just watching like you know you and i the two different ways that we played i was like this is cool you know yeah, and then Stefano would get like, uh, like, th- like hundreds of thousands higher score than me, and then I'm just like, how do I ollie again? You know, like <laughs> trying, to, kick trying to getting back to the basics. Because man, N64 controller is very simple. Like you only had a few controls to know. <laughs> I know. Maybe it just goes to show. Maybe I, maybe I'm really, I've never been a gamer. Clearly, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm not a gamer. You know, That's... maybe I never was. Maybe I'm an imposter. Oh no, Among Us. But, uh, like, with Tony Hawk, though, is that the controls, like, they still stick with me. As soon as I went back to the remake, I'm like, I know what to do. And it felt the exact same, and I love it. Because with Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 on the N, because I put it on N64, with yeah. that beautiful yeah. blue cartridge. Remember the blue cartridge? The, oh, oh. the blue cartridge alone was like a 10. Because you just knew if you went to someone's place, you'd be like, there we go. There's the blue. Yeah, there's the blue. I know. You want to play I know horse? What we're playing. Dude, playing horse with your buddies as a kid was so I was actually much really fun. fun. I used to play against my brothers all the time, and, and that was always um, very competitive because it, it, the question was, is someone going to get hit by the end of it? Is uh, is someone going to get um, someone going to get kicked out? Kicked out. Uh, the other question is, is uh, like one, who's gonna get mad first, and which controller's getting thrown first? Because um, very important. I and and for anyone listening to this podcast, you know, and and not to hopefully my family doesn't listen actually. Um, but uh, but yeah, like sometimes we can have a bit of a temper, especially as kids. We we were we got mad, and so we would sometimes we were controller throwers. I tried not to, or maybe maybe I did, and now I'm just embellishing the fact that like I did and saying I didn't. Um, I'd like to say I didn't a few times. There yeah. was there. What's like? Have you ever really been a controller thrower? All right, so I was about to get into this because it's gotten way worse. As soon as I got into FIFA in twenty. 2013 like my rage with a controller has just 
<laughs> multiplied because I remember I used to play so much FIFA online. And do you have do you have one story that um, kind of stands out above all the other ones of like what's your quintessential throwing a controller story? Because uh, I feel like this game could make you do it, especially playing horse and being in the same room as somebody else. I honestly can't think of anything of Tony Hawk. I, I, I have a story. Not Tony Hawk, just in general. Like, just in general controller throwing. Like, okay. It, it's not a throwing, it's a smashing. And I was... Important. As it's, be- it's becoming a meme on the show now, but I was playing Smash Ultimate online. And <laughs> I, was ju- I was just having the worst night. And this goes to show you just how durable the GameCube controller is. Or how shitty my table was. Probably the table. And I took my controller and I just smashed it right through the table. And I will send you photos of it later. <laughs> but I just fucking <laughs> smashed it. Like Hulk smashed it right through the table. And for oh, me, that's man. probably the one. That's incredible. The one, the maddest I've ever been, like while playing a game. Because I was just getting paired up Dude. with these <laughs> higher tiered players. And me and my poor Roy. Are just getting destroyed, and I'm like, I've I'm ha- I've had enough. I just your first problem was going Roy, oh. but uh, oh, dirty. but that's that's actually so funny. That's that's such a good story. Um, <laughs> I think it was probably what you just had one of like the shitty IKEA tables. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely the table. <laughs> Though I will say this: GameCube controllers are really durable. It's funny because usually the first thing to go on those bad boys is like the the triggers. Yeah. But that one, the controller still those fine. First. I was, I'm very impressed. One of my fa- yeah. Well, well, uh, sorry. One of my favorite Tony Hawk moments. It wasn't when Tony Hawk won, but this was like maybe 2014. I had my buddy Cam over, and the mm-hmm. night before we had a smash again. Smash. We had a smash tournament, of and course. we got very drunk. And then the next day we were just hanging out, and we're just like, "Oh, you want to play some Tony Hawk?" And so, yeah, let's play some Tony Hawk Underground one. And we spent probably like two hours just on that one level that had the rail that just went around. I don't know if you remember that. It was just a rail yeah. that just went around. And we were on that level doing horse for like two hours. And it was just back and forth. Just he wins, I win. He wins, I win. And it was just so much fun. That's that's insane. I'll, I'll go back. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell a controller story um, to get onto that. So I was tell me. To, um uh, there was so uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Dan. I would always play. He'd always come over, um, and there was like a year straight where we would have best of seven NHL. Uh, I think it was like NHL. I think it was like I think it was like fourteen. And so we would play like NHL like fourteen or fifteen. So we'd play tournaments of, and it was a best of seven, but a best of five per point for the uh. best of seven. So it was like you had to win a best of five to get a point in the best of seven. And for a long time, and I eventually regained my throne, I, I was good at the game against Dan. By no means am I really good at the game. I have a very simple strategy. That's a camera. I will, not, I will not disclose my strategy because then if anyone plays me once, uh, I have to have the advantage in game one, thus retiring after. Mm-hmm. But – Dan's played me a thousand times. Eventually, Pacalek started to go his way. He was doing really well. But, but I, I'll tell you this much. I've beaten Dan like 15-16-1. The dude is calm, cool, and collected. An absolute gem. Just having a fun time. I was losing a game 
six to one at this point. Six to one. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing that bad. I think the That's score finished seven. It finished like seven one. It wasn't even that bad. And I remember because I was getting so mad at these goals because I was like, I couldn't believe the goals that were going in. So I remember I'm holding a controller and I look at Dan and I th- or like, or no, I don't even know if I looked at, but I throw the controller against like some weights that were just to the side and the controller like doesn't break. Cause I like, and I threw it hard. Like I was yeah. trying to break it and then I'm still so mad that it doesn't break that. I pick up the controller again. I look at Dan in the eye into the <laughs> soul of the man and I huck it directly on top of the weights. The the controller shatters. And <laughs> then I just the go. Second, first time. Just... And, and then I just go. Okay. I need to turn on another controller. So that we can keep playing. Um, I said sorry. I just needed to do that. And then I just left the controller there. I and, know. Uh, yeah. So sometimes it just makes you chatter controllers. Um, Tony Hawk was like that. Because whenever I have to play a game against my older brother, um, I just know the odds will not be in my favor because he will find a way to make them in his favor and cheat. That was every game of Monopoly we had. Mm, and, uh, play Monopoly. <laughs> table flipping game. But yeah, like what? what um, is Warehouse your favorite map? Or what is your favorite Prob- map, if not? Oh, God. Um... In Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1, probably high school. I love high school. Just because of the openness. High school is a good one. That one's a good one. I think my all-time favorite Tony Hawk map of any game is an Underground 1. No, I didn't know. No, no, I'm just Wait. talking of, of any game. Of any game. Of any game. Like, no, I know, but stick to stick to those two. I want to know like which ones from the actual games we're talking about are like... Oh. Like, which one is your actual fave map of those two? Of those two games. Oh, so high school Tonic Pro Skater 1, then after in 2, probably Venice. Venice Beach. Okay, thank yeah. you. That's yeah. that's all I wanted to know, because I wanted to try to get us to stick with um, stick with that. That way people know yeah. um, which one it is. Because if we start bringing other Tony Hawk games, then they're going to be thinking. I know, oh, I just got excited thinking about? about the the Kiss stage in Underground. Like, that's okay, that's what we're here for. I, um, I really like... Okay, I'm I'm going through here. I had to I had to look up here. Um, oh, streets is or really the downhill fun. jam one's really good from okay. Tony Hawk One. Downhill jam is really good. I think my favorite might actually be uh, Mall. Oh, Mall's good. Yeah, I remember you and I were playing that. Like we were just on I, that. I one. like Mall. Mall is like a really fun one, and uh, they added a bunch to it in like the the new thing. They added like some stuff to all the maps that like you couldn't access before. Um, okay. But I I really like. Um, I really like Maul, just the OG one. I just really like the OG style because it was like the maps were simple, but there was still enough to do, and you just didn't feel like you had to add all this like extra stuff. And it was just cool because you're spelling skate, you're collecting a VHS tape in every map, which yeah. you're like, this is dope. And then you had to do score stuff and other combo things, but it was just cool how like every map had like its unique challenges. Where like for the mall, it was like you have to break all the glass um, in Collect, each of like, these Collect like the ones. robots, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, though, the robots was for the remastered. Oh, was it for the remastered? You, oh, you uh, didn't have to do it in the original. Oh, they I added gotcha. a bunch more, like, collectible crap per level that you had to do, which, like, I... That's what, like, I'm very much, when remastering, um, I, I like the idea of just keeping it very, like, 
much the same and just giving it like a really fresh look and adding stuff that like really makes the game that much better that's why i didn't like buying the boards and all the other stuff so that's why like in the original i loved it because it was just like simple and they like and they like and at that time obviously you couldn't really do as much as you could do now um but it was just it was such a fun game because yeah you could have buddies over and play it and that was like back during a time where like you went over to somebody's house yeah, to play couch it. like yeah, a couch co-op multiplayer which is yeah i miss it dude like i miss playing yeah. halo like i miss playing gears of war like smash sports game like you and i played nhl one night and it was amazing because i surprised you i th- i think no, you you did. You surprised me because I thought you were gonna be terrible. Because I had I had assumed, and 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 don't take this the wrong way. I had assumed you had never played a sports game in your life. Maybe fi- actually no. I knew you would have played. Yeah, FIFA no, I, because yeah, you big because Italian Italian family. And so then I figured if anything, the skills that translate from FIFA are like that's what I think the two best like sports games you can actually play in my opinion are like a FIFA or an NHL just because it's it's a lot easier to understand. Madden's like slower a bit chunky. Yeah, Madden's like, a good RPG. Basically it, it, it's an like RPG, it dude. End. Like you're yeah. just like your turn, my turn, Base, your turn. Baseball's my turn. okay. I like playing home run derby and all of them, but I just love baseball, but like the games are just kind of they're okay, but it's hard to play with other people whereas like if you went over to someone's house, it was like, yeah, you're probably going to be playing FIFA or NHL. So when or it was NBA funny, too. When we played NBA has surprisingly snuck up on me as like a good game that I'm kind of upset I wasn't playing a little bit sooner. Yeah, two K. Yeah, the two K games like EA doesn't make, or they try to make. No, it's they don't make an NBA game. I think it's just two K that makes it. No, no, I know, but like EA has tried to go back because EA used to make like NBA mm-hmm. games, but then they tried and they just can't keep up with two K because two K is just too good. It sells too well. It's like the best playing it's, one. The microtransactions are disgusting, but like it's nuts. But yeah, like getting getting back to um, to Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two. Oh. I yeah, let's hear it. The sound effect I, when you when like like let's just say you're on like the main menu or like you hit pause. The sound effect of whenever you just press the button of the dream, so good. Like it's iconic. <laughs> or the sound effect where you do a special like a special <laughs> trick. Dang. Yeah. Like, it, it's so good. It just screams no, it, the 90s and just screams childhood, you know? It does, and, and it really also screams like... Uh, I don't know why I said screams again too much. Um, it, it really it really brings, like, to a light, like, skater culture, and it actually was, like, what led to a lot of people, like, just becoming, like, skaters. Like, I remember my older brother and some of his buddies, like, they all bought skateboards, they built, like, random little ramps, and they also built, like, little, like, grind ollie boxes that you could go on to, um, and they, because we had, like, a nice long driveway, so you could just practice that stuff, and so they'd be yeah. there just doing random tricks or going to the skate park, and it was, like, that was, like, a thing of like their time and so even like a like like that's why like an amazing movie like if you just really want to like feel what it's like to like what skater culture is watch mid 90s by jonah hill it's an amazing film you're really gonna enjoy that and i think like um what tony hawk pro skater wanted to do is like it opened up the doors for more people to like be interested because there's a lot of cool stuff and like watching the x games is so much fun and even watching that stuff and you're just seeing that like man like they're like 
Tony Hawk was just like the icon that they needed to branch out into other stuff, just like how golf has Tiger Woods of like mm-hmm. branching out and meet, be, having like a higher demographic of like fans to come watch. So I think that's what like Tony Hawk did for it, and that's what the pro skater games did. Because the moment you have a bunch of kids growing up playing a game, once they're teenagers, they're like, "Dude, you gonna get a skateboard? Yeah, I'm gonna get. Oh, let's go. Bo- let's board. Let's like do some tricks. Let's go uh, hang up by the school. Let's grind. Let's yeah. grind some rails, man." Yeah, dude, because, like, I remember, like, Tony Hawk, I think it was after 2005, so it would have been Underground 2. That's when I got into yeah. skateboarding. Like, that's, like, when a bunch of my buddies got into skateboarding. After, like, a skate mm-hmm. shop opened up, like, in our, in Tawasin. And just every, was every, it? It was in the, um, you know, the, like, the just, like, the old mall, like, the mall in the center of Tawasin? Yo, that they, one where, like, there used to be the bowling alley? Yeah, they cut off part of it to build those apartments mm. and, like... Where those apartments were, there used to be a skate shop. Oh, and I, I remember vaguely, I think, don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but there was like a festival going on down at the beach and there was mm-hmm. a prize pool going on, a contest, and someone won a skateboard, like exclusive skateboard from the skate shop. And I was yeah. like, I was just so upset, you know, I was 10 years old and I was like, oh, I really wanted that board. And the guy just gave it to me and I still have it to this day. Like it doesn't have any grip tape or anything, like it's just the deck, but like I just, I'm going to have that till the day I die because it's just such a keepsake you know and plus yeah, the mu- and there was sorry go ahead oh sorry and plus the music like from Tony Hawk like Rage Against the Machine dude like Power Man 5000 um they, no the soundtrack was was next level like uh, uh, like above and beyond you were just like oh the like you start playing Tony Hawk and listening to the tunes you're like I'm already amped up ready to go like let's let's yeah. do some tricks like how let's many times cool sound effects yeah like how many times did you and I listen to the like the playlist like the soundtrack at work so many times because <laughs> we would have we would have uh we would have a lot like um this would be like during the time where like we we had our doors locked um where we were at work and so no customers were allowed in but then even when they started allowing uh, no, this is like primarily when yeah customers were yeah. allowed in the store, so we had the doors locked, and so we would literally um, just like play whatever music uh, for the most part that like we wanted to. And yeah, I can't tell you how many days we would just come into work and it was like let's uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skate. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, one and two, yeah, uh, just throw one, one and two, please, go. maybe three and yes. four, please, you know, maybe one and, uh, Well, yeah, let's not go too far. Let's stick with the good ones. Yeah, I mean, Underground Two has Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash in it, and I'm like. Bliss. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 Jay Cash, baby. He's cash I know. money. He's cash money. You can't go wrong with J- Johnny Cash, baby. No, you cannot, baby. Oh, uh, I just want, like right now. Like what I would love to do, Zach, is just have you over, or I come over and just play Tony Hawk. Just like play some split screen horse multiplayer, have some beers, order some church's chicken, and have a good time. You know, dude. You know what's crazy? He, you know, even even it like. If we could, you know, if we could, if, if the government allowed us to, I'd still say no, but yeah, that sounds interesting. No, you wouldn't. That's a meme. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's a, a lie. meme. Fried, fried chicken, beer, and Tony Hawk. What more could a man ask for? And maybe we could even sit down and watch the Canucks lose a game. Exactly. And then shit on it, a beloved game. But. <laughs> okay. Okay. Don't be, don't be, don't it's be not, petty. Uh, yeah. I'll mention it after the podcast, but there's someone I want to talk to about Smash because it's 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 funny. But um, <laughs> I love it. it's just like it's like guys, we're not going to tell you now. I was this just going to post podcast thing. <laughs> I was going to just say that there's another anime sword character in the game that got announced yesterday. Oh my gosh! And yeah, 
Why, why, why don't I, put Tony why Hawk? Why don't put Tony Hawk in Smash, dude? Like he's so prolific. Imagine Tony Hawk in Smash. I that would love would, it. That game would go from whatever I rated it to like point five higher. <laughs> dude, imagine the stage. Imagine the songs. Dude, Actually, yeah, yeah, it's just it's I'd, just like it's just like warehouse, and then like he has random things where he just like throws his board at you basically, and he just like grinds on your face. Okay, it's starting to sound weird. Actually, now that I think about it, Bamarjera is um, an assist trophy. <laughs> do you have any kind of like like final um like like what are like what are your like true thoughts on like what do you think quintessentially is what makes these two games as a combination together a ten out of ten? They are timeless. Just the fact that almost twenty years later they remade them. I know there was a there was a remaster on PS3 and Xbox 360 that came out. It was only mm. like 10, 15 bucks, but it just didn't feel the same, you know. And then after yeah. when these remakes came out, like when it got announced, dude, I was it was one of those mornings where I woke up and I just go on YouTube and I'm just sitting there just scrolling through my like just through my feed and I just see oh Tony Hawk one and two remake and I'm like. Oh, and then I go. Wait a minute! <laughs> I had that, like that moment. I was just like, "Holy shit! It's finally happening!" Plus, like, I played a lot. Most of the games I played on N sixty four were just like Zelda, Smash, Mario, Pokemon, and Tony Hawk. Other than one of the NHL games, is the only like, on like quote sports game that I played. And it's just, it's always going to be Thomas for me. The fact that I can still, I know all the controls, I know all the music, I know all the maps, I know all the character, all the skateboarders, like, in the game, into the two games. Just, Tony Hawk has a very special place in my heart, and I am just so happy that my mom let me play it, because, you know, back in the day, it was just like, oh, you can't play anything too aggressive, like, here's a Quest 64, here's Pokemon. Here's and then. Like, I remember, like, one of my, the first game, one of the first GameCube games I ever got was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4, because I begged for it, mm. and I wouldn't have, especially for, like, a next, gener- a next generation console, it's like, alright, what games do you want? Tony Hawk and Smash, but, like, Tony Hawk and Smash, those two <laughs> games, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had that if I hadn't played Tony Hawk 1 and 2, like, religiously, and I, like, it's just so revered. And if you look back, if you look on Metacritic too, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Two is one of the highest rated games of all time, which is insane. That's crazy to me. That's crazy because I, I don't, I don't like it as much as you. I, uh, I think one's to me just better. Yeah, like I love but both that's, of them. That's my selfish opinion. Yeah, no, it. they're they're both good. Like they're both incredible games. That they I are. Think, they both are incredible. Like I think. When we talk about Sylvester Stallone, it's like, you know what? You can't have Stallone without Schwarzenegger. And for me, it's like, you can't have Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 without 2. Because they would have done, like for the remake, they would have done 1, 2, 3, and 4. But that's like a fever dream. So the fact that they at, did... At that point, at that point, yeah, you're basically paying... At that point, you'd have to go like full game price and then like really jack it up, add some new stuff. Because like, that's just so, that's so much. Like four games just being remastered into yeah. one too much work for the devs which like i was hoping that they would do three and four like like another time like maybe a year down the road but by Vicari- yeah. vicarious vision they got brought in to act to blizzard now so blizzard mm-hmm. swallowed them up so now they're doing apparently a diablo 2 remake 
which I'm I'm stoked <laughs> for. I fucking love Yo, Diablo D- two. Diablo two's great. Even Diablo three gets some hate. Still a good game. Um, there's some stuff to love about it. But so then, what would you say your final score on these games are? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it a ten. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna stick it a ten just because. I had two topics I wanted to bring today. I was surprised, but like, I was like, no, I need to talk about Tony Hawk. Because, like I said at the beginning of the show, <laughs> this is one of the only games you and I are like, it's good. It's fantastic. It's one of the it's best games of all time. Which, true. it's even like with some of my buddies. Like, there's like, one of my best friends, Thomas, there's like five games that him and I agree are amazing. Everything else is so divisive. And for like a game like that, just to be like, you know what, we both love this game equally. We're mm-hmm. both passionate about it. We're both hyped for them to remaster these games. That's why I think it's a 10 out of 10. Because that's a very special connection to have with someone about a game. That was so sentimental. It makes me want to shed a I'm single cr- tear. I'm crying. Oh, no. Um. Yeah, so I, I think, like, overall, like, I really like both games. I think they're great. I really love one Um. in terms of just, like, what you could do. Blue Cartridge in a league of its own. Um, those games were like, like that. And especially the first one was like quintessential to like my childhood mm-hmm. and like growing up with that. And also playing with like both my brothers, mainly like even my oldest brother, a ton. So it's like, and then going outside and just seeing him and his buddies like skateboard, it was sweet. And it just like cultivated something that, uh, I think has lived like past, um, past what people thought it would. Um, I yeah, it is it is crazy and I think it then garners me giving it both of the games together as a package, as a duo. I like a nine point five. Yeah. Maybe like a nine. Yeah. I think I think it's because I don't think the second one really stuck for me as much, and then same with the other ones after that. Um good games they just didn't stick with me as much as i know some other people did i was like i really loved the first one i thought it was great and then i tried playing some of the other ones and i don't know it just wasn't the same maybe it's maybe it captured me at the right time um maybe it just wasn't like a a thing but like i know um i know like i like even even being in high school it's like there wasn't too many of my buddies who were like super into like skateboarding it was more like you would longboard but it wasn't like you weren't going to the bowl yeah. to like do a bunch of tricks and stuff so that's why like for me i would put it a 9.5 like if it was just the first one i would probably put it a one because like to me that one really did create something and especially when the n64 came out and like the relevance of that game i think it actually like started a, a steamroll effect that like um people felt and so hopefully skateboarding will make like a return it is a little bit uh dangerous for some people but uh i think it's a it's a good time so enjoy it uh sometimes you need to fall down so you can get back up and and do that so it's like it's i i love it but yeah i probably gotta go like nine nine point five that's probably like where i'm at uh just the the second one and then even just some other stuff i just i couldn't quite push it to a 10 though it is great and though i do love that it's a game that me and you actually agree upon, um, and and in like the circle of like games that I like, kind of care about as well, because I'm not yeah. as embedded within the system as you are. I am. I am more. Uh, I, you know, as as a buddy has once dubbed me, I'm a, I'm a casual gamer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm in it for the bants. I'm in it for the. I'm in it the for the walls. trophies, baby. The achievements. The stats. 
Not not even. I'm not even in it for achievements. I was never like an achievement like guy. I never was like I need to do these achievements. I was like I just want to beat the game. Hopefully it's fun. Oh man, before before we uh end the show, just two quick things. Just talking about achievements. I remember I think it was the summer of 2000. Yeah, 2008. Mm. I literally spent the entire summer to get to 20,000 like gamer score. And I remember <laughs> one of when I after like when school started, one of my friends was just like, "Oh, you do anything fun this summer?" And I was like, "Oh, I got to twenty thousand gamer score." And he just gave me the most pathetic look. He's like, "You fucking loser!" And I was like, "But, <laughs> but I'm, but I hundred percented Avatar." <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, you just yeah." And then people are asking like, "What games did you did you like actually like probably genuinely waste money on <laughs> just to get the easy achievement?" Well, like, like the good thing, the good thing. Because, like, Videoland, every Tuesday they had, like, a two-for-one. Like, you rent oh, two games okay, for yeah, one. that's right. And so yeah, every, they did have some good deals. Every Tuesday I would go there and just pick up two games and just try to get as many achievements as I can, return them, get two more games. That's how I, like, I just... Again, now achievements don't mean, like, anything. Like, no one cares. No, I was big into trophies, like, PS trophies, like, years ago. Like, just platinuming, like, every game I could. Oh, I remember. And then I just, I fell off. Like, I just want to get it. It just kind of happens because a lot of games just kind of started to get rid of it. Or you would just be like, oh, a trophy. And then, like, it, it was always just, like, more and more hidden within. So you're just like, what? Like, because you'd have to go to, like, three different menus just to be like, okay, what what am I trying to get? Like, I know. What, what am I trying to do? And, like, what garners me getting, like, the, the, the higher trophies on some things? Yeah. The thing. So. Well, we're so off topic. But um, wrapping it up, just yeah. I want to yeah, thank, I, I thank, thank Tony Hawk for this. Because, last thing. I remember yeah. almost put out it's a skate, almost a skate company put out a Ryan Sheckler board that had Ryan yeah Ryan uh, Ryan Schreckler sorry yeah Ryan Schreckler but he was Shrek they put out a board no. and I needed okay. it alright cut, so, cut everybody cut <laughs> oh but like I remember I was at the skate park and whenever a skater got mad they would just put their board down jump as high as they can and just step in the middle of it like to snap the board in half yeah, yeah. And I remember I wasn't able to do that because I just I wanted a reason, like, for my mom to understand, like, I broke my board. And so I got one of the older skater guys to snap my deck in half. And so I was like, Mom, my board's broken half. Can I please get a new one? And then we went to RDS Skate Park in Richmond. And okay. I was like, I showed, like, my mom brought it up, like, oh, my son snapped his deck. And he was like, oh, oh, like, no problem. Like he's just like, oh yeah, he would love to get that one, like the Shrekler board. And I remember as soon as we're leaving, the guy's like, I know what you did. <laughs> I felt so ashamed. Of what? How? Okay. How old were you at this point? I was ten. Okay, I was gonna say uh, for a second. I was like, I was like <laughs> for a second, I thought you were like, I thought you were like, uh, like mid high school or later. Just oh. like, mom, can I get another board? <laughs> No, the guy. That's actually so funny. I, I love how the guy just catches you in the white live. Just like, dude, I know what you did, man, but it's for the Shrekler board. So yeah, it's for the Shrek board. It. Yeah, because they can tell. Oh. Like, you can tell like when a deck snaps. Like they know like the way like, the wood like splits. Like they know like oh you just got pissed off and just stepped on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they oh they know. Um, yeah. Either way, that is another episode of Is It a Ten podcast. Again, with a surprise that uh, was welcome. Absolutely welcome. Nothing better than uh, a good surprise. Um, can't have too much of a good thing. I don't know what I just... I don't know. Either way. Either way. We're done. Oh, we get it's it. It's over. Shit. 
We've we've that's concludes another episode. We want to thank everybody for listening and continuing to um, be a part of this. Uh, if you like it, share with your friends. Share with that. Hopefully, by the time this comes out, we have some kind of social for you guys to follow. But either way, keep up to date with what's going on with us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And with that. So here I am, doing everything I can.